Good evening and welcome in, guys, to another episode, episode three of Fanatic Smack here, the official episode number three. Uh, my friend Frankie Mesqueda grew up with them out here in Arizona and Phoenix when we were like young, young, early ni- or late 90s, 98, 99, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and bring him on. He's from Tennessee right now. Let him uh, kind of go through uh, where he's at and introduce himself and uh, yeah, we'll go on from there. So, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Let me go ahead and pull this Good up. To see you. Yep. So, Thanks yeah, we're good, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. I know um, it was it was sporadic. It was random. We were just messaging each other. I was like, "Hey, man, gotta have you on. It'll be fun. Like, just catch up, go over old times." So, um, yeah, for sure. Where exactly uh, in Tennessee are you right now? So I'm in a I'm just south of nashville and like a it's it's part of greater nashville but um it's a town called franklin um but yeah it's pretty much nashville tennessee okay nice the suburb of nashville i want to say i don't think i've ever been there but i know i've heard great things about it obviously um and for what you're doing right now it's fantastic like the just the outdoors so how's how's nashville been from where were you before this Florida? What part of Florida? Yeah. Yeah. I was in, uh, pretty much West Palm beach, Florida, uh, before this. Um, yeah. And then just randomly. And, and honestly, like I'd never been to Nashville either. It just kind of like, we came up here on vacation, uh, literally probably like a month and a half ago. Oh, it was probably been like two months now. Come up here and we're just like, Oh, that's kind of nice. And then our, our, uh, our lease was up on our apartment in Florida. Um, and then, you know, things were getting expanded down, um, down in South Florida. So we're like, yeah, you know what? It's a little bit more affordable up there. Let's just jam up there and hang out for a bit. Absolutely. No, it makes sense. I mean, it's a nicer place. It's definitely um, less crowded, like you said, too, because it's happened out in Arizona. Like we're, we got hit hard with inflation. So it's like, it's bad, bad. Like I'm paying $1,700 a month, $1,800 a month now for an apartment. Like you could literally wow, be in a house. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's more than Yep. So, um, no, but yeah, what's that, what's that been like as far as just adjusting to how long were you in Florida for a couple of years? Right. So yeah, probably like right around like two and a half years, but it, it's, it's weird. So like we, like we've moved to and from Florida a couple of times. So it's been like, we moved Florida to be there for like a year and then like something happened and then we'd like go back to Arizona for a couple of months and then we'd like go back out to Florida, stay there for a couple, for like a year and then go back to Arizona so we did that a couple times. Um, yeah. No, that's so, funny. Yeah, because... I would, yeah, I would, I would say probably like probably two and a half years total, like collectively. Yeah, I, uh, I probably spent about two and a half, three years out in Florida too. I would say. Um, oh, I never went back and forth. I never went back and forth from Arizona and Florida, um, but I did yeah. out with Indiana, of course, because I was born in Indiana. Came back, went to Phoenix. You know, that was when we met, '98. And then I was out there for seven years, uh, went back and forth a lot. So now it's been, that's been one cool thing. Like I've been, I've enjoyed just kind of bouncing around and traveling in life. I feel like it builds character for sure. Get to see a lot of stuff. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I, like even, even somebody made a comment the other day, um, they asked if my wife shared my, uh, uh, in my gypsy ways, because I'm like always just running around. Anytime anybody talks to me, it's always like, like, oh, hey, where, where are you at now? And it's like, it's like somewhere entirely different than 
like where I was like prior. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's cool. I, in, in a weird way, like, like I'm, I'm actually starting to kind of enjoy it, you know, like not just being like staked down in one like particular place, you know, and just, I don't know, just like, we'll just, we'll get like a random idea and just like up and move. Um, so it's been, it's been cool. No, it is. It's, it gives you a sense of freedom in a sense, because I don't know. I feel like just good, just the fact thinking that I haven't left the country in 15, 16 years, it's kind of right. crazy. I'm like, man, the world, like time goes by so fast here. We are already like 30, 30 plus, like time's yep. just flying. You know, there's so much to see so much to do. I'm like, I would hate to just be stuck and tied down in one area. So that's why I feel like I have. Right moved around quite a bit and right now i'm just kind of like rebuilding i feel like another solid base and then as i expand and hopefully grow with with my own business i'll be able to have the opportunity to yeah do more traveling and just live wherever whenever right right and that's and that's one thing that like me and my wife are trying to do right now is like get to the point where we're not like our our finances aren't like pegged down to you know like well i have to be in florida in order to you know, to provide for myself. It's like, we can make our like correct investments. Like we can just be wherever, whenever, um, you know, just live wherever we want to live. But, you know, you still have that like solid cash flow. So that's a. Absolutely. I've, yeah. I've tried to learn as much as I can. I mean, right now about it's definitely investing is key, but to creating some type of, some type of business, a freelance business, a self-sustaining second, third, you know, flow of income. Like, uh, you know, working to where you can work from home or do something like that. And then having another, like you have a side hustle, she has a side hustle and you guys are both, you know, doing enough to where you can go and travel the world pretty much. So, yeah. And when I, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw you, I want to say it was probably like four, four years ago, maybe something like that. I was what it was Michael's birthday. It was for one of his birthdays at, at the yeah, house. Yeah, yep. And I, you yeah, guys were. I think that was. In, yeah, that was that was in. Uh, I think that was like summer of 2018, if I remember right. Yeah, that's, okay, that's so, right. Yeah, that was so at Michael's house. Yeah, so it's been like yeah. three years. Yes. So just like uh, from a we're probably like personally, right? Like with all of our moving career right. changes. Yeah whatever and then we had presidency change pandemic freaking riots like all this so much so much happened the last three years i mean it's just like it's been a time warp and then this year literally just flew by like i literally remember my like just wrapping up the christmas party for my company last year and then like it's my christmas party is this saturday now the fourth again i'm like wow like here we are again like it's we're right here, yeah. like right back at the end of the year. So, um, oh, I know. I know. Like, yeah, I like I couldn't believe that you know, like Thanksgiving is already like coming gone. You know, like just yeah, yeah. I have no that, clue that, that actually does blow my mind because I literally, like on Halloween, um, we went to a, a Mark Anthony concert in Phoenix at the Footprint Center, which is like the Sun's new place. They just changed the name. Um, and uh that was halloween night that seems like two weeks ago maybe <laughs> and right. it's like we're already yeah. done with thanksgiving it's past we're moving right. into december yeah. yep tomorrow tomorrow's december 1st yeah it is it's so crazy <laughs> um 
So no, what I was going to say is, so you originally went to Florida and you were still doing uh, mechanic stuff, right? You weren't to work for a company mm -hmm. there to kind of like yeah. further your, your skill set. Cause you, for those of you guys that don't know, <clears throat> when I met him, literally like this dude was in the garage working like from like <laughs> 10 years old, could take cars apart, rebuild transformers. Like, so anything you want, if you want something built, hit him up, you know, let it, <laughs> He'll, he'll give you the he'll give you the prices, let you know what kind of materials you need, and build you something nice. Yeah, uh, well, so like you know, being raised in 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 my dad's in my dad's shop, like you know, like yes, like I learned a, like a ton there, but like you know, I, I guess you can kind of like you could liken it to like being a chef, right? Like a chef's got to like travel around in order to like to perfect their, uh, like their recipes and whatnot and to like broaden their, um, their skills. So same, same thing, you know, like I, I work for my pops for, um, I want to say probably like right at 13, 14 years, maybe. <clears throat> and then, so like when we made the move to Florida, like I went to work for a transmission shop and, uh, that's when, so like working with my dad, like, like, you know, you just kind of get like, get used, used to it. You're with the same people all the time. And then like, once I like branched out and I started working for these other people, then, then, you know, the rest, the, like the West, the rest of, um, like the workforce kind of gets to see your skill set. And then that's whenever I really kind of, I guess, started to notice that like, it was, I was actually good at what I did, you know? And then, um, so I like, I worked for that particular company for a couple of different owners for, I mean, I'd say probably about two years now. Um, and then since then, like, I've, I've, I've moved around with other uh, independent um, shops, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been uh, you know, quite the, uh, uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? It's quite the adventure of, you know, like progress my skill set and, you know, something that I've grown to love, you know, went from like being a job, like working for my dad to like now that, <clears throat> now that I moved on from like, like a family business to now it's like something that I actually like, I enjoy and, and I get to like, even, even to this day, like continually be learning. Otherwise, like it, the second you stop learning, especially at the rate that the automotive industry is changing and going electric as opposed to uh you know like gas and diesel if, if you're not if you're not on top of education like yeah you're you'll you'll be you'll be obsolete in a few years time and learning i would say the same thing like for me i've worked in marketing for the last seven years now and same thing i mean technology is so everything moves so fast that it's so much to wrap your head around so i had to pretty much find a niche for me where i'm like good at which i've feel like is writing, um, designing, copywriting. I, I do a, like a lot of social media stuff, but I love to write. It all gets back to writing. Like I'll write campaigns, right. I'll write ads, and I just want to have more fun with it. Back like it's the type of stuff we used to do, making movies, like you said, making right, movies, and, and just like fun, like little animated series. That's the kind of stuff right. I want to get into actually, so – yeah yeah that's cool i feel like that yeah. i feel like that's definitely right up your alley and you've been like you said we like you you've been like doing that since we were young like you know just, <laughs> just goofing off like it was always something that you had set up like oh here we're gonna do this you know we're like we just a camera on and you just like yeah i don't know it was just natural so yeah that's like right up your alley 
the fact that we could sit here and do this is really cool. But it's also right. the fact that we now have access to all these super cool people. Like we were talking about Patrick, Bet David, um, Gary Vaynerchuk, tons of different people. You can literally go find your favorite wrestlers, hunters, athletes. They have their own podcast and it's like sitting down yeah. in their living room, like shooting the shit with them, but you're just listening, which otherwise right, 10, yeah. 15 years ago, you had no access to these people. So that's why. Right, yeah. You had to know the person. Yeah. So this is to me is a huge form of, of education and to stay learning just to be able to like imagine if you went on a different like podcast or talk to somebody new like every day it would just you would just learn you know you get better at speaking you'd get better at um asking questions like that's my big thing now i'm trying to study like the right questions and how to become a better interviewer so i can have one of the best shows you know yeah oh yeah definitely yep so so right now you're out there, you're doing uh, mechanic work, and then you do um, like fishing and stuff. And do you still hunt at all, or you just fish? No, it's it pretty much just fishing now. Um, even the fishing's kind of slowed down. Like uh, everywhere you move, like the, the, the fishing changes a little bit, or the uh, the availability of you know like spots change. Um, so here it's like it, it's changed a lot, or it's a huge change from Florida, like. I would I would like it more to Arizona, um, but yeah, in Florida there's 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 ponds literally everywhere. Like you could walk to, you know, two or three <laughs> ponds from wherever you are in Florida. So yeah, it's uh, like here I'll have to do a little more research and uh, you know like looking around, driving around looking for for water. But you know it's it's kind of like it's like I'm back in Arizona. You know I did the same thing in Arizona. So yeah, and well, it's crazy to me because I guess. When you think Tennessee, you kind of think of a little bit more, and you tend to think more water, right, than Arizona. Um, so I'm a little yeah. bit surprised by that. But I do know, like, there's other areas, probably not Nashville, <laughs> but other areas of Tennessee that have really great rivers and lakes that people go to. And Oh, yeah, definitely. Stuff like that. Um, I know the boating scene is huge down there. What's that place called? Um, Dale Hollow. My uncle goes there quite a bit. My brother's been there quite oh, a bit. Man. It's like a, it's just like a houseboat type of river fish and party type thing. Kind of like how we did at Lake Powell, you know, yeah, just yeah, the, whole, yeah. the, the whole jump on the water and have fun. Um, yeah. But no, going back to like, we kind of skipped a little bit ahead, but that the whole um, automotive industry going electric, I know that's huge because for me, one, I've decided, well, this is what I think I'm going to do. I'm like, I got my car paid off. I just hit a hundred thousand miles. I want to try to go another two, three years with it. And then I'm thinking of going electric. I know like we're still kind of early in the electric age and things can go bad with them, you know, obviously. Um, But what's your take on it? Like does electric, obviously for the environmental purposes, but does it make sense to go electric so soon or should I still wait another five, 10 years to start entertaining electric? No, I think honestly, I think well, especially with with Tesla, right? Like, I feel like just in the people that I've talked to that have owned a Tesla, like I have not found somebody that's complained about it. Um, I mean, my my brother in law actually just bought a Tesla, um, and you know, I mean, obviously it's 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 still too early for him having sort of complaints about it. Um, but even people that I've met and talked to that have owned them for you know for a couple of years now have no complaints about them so i'm i think we're at the point now where 
they've warped the kinks out of it. You know, like when, when, when something new comes out or a new um, uh, game console comes out, like you have like that first little year or two where, you know, they, they're still working the bugs out of it. Um, oh. I mean, probably not, probably not the way technology is nowadays. They probably just release like the, you know, like something that's going to be their product in the way it was 10 years ago. But I think, I don't know. I think, I think we are, in the future now, we're not so much looking at like, oh, well, here in the next couple of years or in the next 10, 15 years, I think it'll be a luxury. I think, I think everything is changing over to that. I think we're at the point where technology is is gonna go electric. Now, I don't think. I, I mean, this is just my opinion. I don't think electric will completely um, replace, um, you know, uh, like uh, internal combustion engines. Like, I think there's always going to be uh, place for that but i like i do i could see you know the bulk of society being electric um absolutely but. and there has been i mean there of course they're not in effect now but you hear about all these different governors and cities that are like hey by 2040 we're no longer going to produce right. you know gas vehicles um right. and i think like that's that's probably good in a sense environmentally not producing them but to say like hey you can't have them like you should still be able to have like think of all the collectors because like the collecting side is going to be huge to be able to fire up an old gas powered you know car like that's going to be it's going to be like a, a pastime soon you know 50 years right, from yeah. now all the kids are going to everything's yeah. electric they're living in vr world like so yeah that's why yeah you gotta we gotta be able to have just to hear an old an old mustang turn on or gto just right yeah work. Yep. And then the other, the other, the other too, like, um, you know, you, you hear a lot of people make the argument like, Oh, what, what, what about the grid, which, you know, we would have to talk to, to Michael, you know, Michael would be the one to answer that question. Like, oh, will, sure, yeah. will grid be able to handle, you know, like such a, like a huge number of people plugging their cars in every single day, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I like, I, I think we're there. I mean, I guess it's just kind of like, the other things that uh that need to be taken care of i guess for that but no de like definitely like if you're like if you're considering you know like going electric or you know like like everybody says i'm gonna buy a tesla you know like i i think we're right there like i don't i don't think there's like it, there's any more waiting on like well you know hopefully they work the kinks out like i think i think the kinks are gone and it's it's just like buying any other car yeah. No. What you what you said about the about the grids, the power grids. That's interesting because nobody, even now, I never even thought to factor that in. But that's huge. Just how much then that industry becomes dependent on on the power right. and, the, and the electric industry. So, at a mass scale, of course. So yeah, there's to see because there's going to be it's it's just going to be a futuristic time. Literally, there's going to have to build these massive massive power grids. Um, probably right. in desert, big desert places, you know, like Arizona, wherever they can get them. Like Arizona will probably have tons. How we got the windmills, um, but yeah, nobody thinks about that. And then true, then the other thing is if it's all electric, and there's like there was the big the app thing, the, the app crash. I'm sure you heard about that with Tesla, where like it was about a week ago, something happened to the app. So like all the people that had sunk sunk their uh synced their car to their app to turn it on they like couldn't turn their right. car on their tesla's on so for like a day this oh, was yeah. like didn't go anywhere or something it was crazy 
So um, there was a thing about that. And then everybody was like, well, damn, like, wait a minute. What if like we all go electric and there's like, you know, all of in 80% of America's electric and then we get hacked and then like someone takes the power right. grids down and we're just like, yeah, hitting ducks. <laughs> so yeah. And that, and yeah. And that's the other thing is like, you know, and then you have the whole, like the technology side of things where, yeah, like now you can hack a car you know, and, and do whatever you want with it, especially with self-driving capabilities, you know, it's like, I don't know that like it, it's, it's cool and it's great. And then there's benefits, but then there's also like this like dark flip side to it when, you know, hackers are hacking into cars and, and crash them all over the place, you know? Yeah. So. It's like, it was, it's the same with, with like technology and, and social and stuff too. Cause like same thing, like we're doing this now, but at the same time, like there's probably some dude right now recruiting people to like jihad and islamic groups through right. web chat you know what i mean so it's like same it's a right. it's a double-edged sword technology is a dub as a huge double-edged sword because it's like okay. we can literally change humanity forever escape the planet or we can build bombs and nukes and hack each other and blow each other up and then nothing exists so it's like right yeah yeah i know yeah, yeah it's so crazy it's funny like i actually had a conversation with somebody just recently it's like the the like the technological advancements that we're making literally like every day now like if people if people would just be able to get along like you know how much farther along we could be or like the advances that could be made if everyone's just like oh you know what like just settle our differences like we're different like sure we don't see eye to eye but let's like just you know let's let's build a better planet you know it's just like it's like so much, so much like talents going to waste, but like you said, like you know, people are using their, their technology to build bombs and stuff like that. It's like, well, like what what if we use that to you know do something better with it? You know, it's a yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's it's, like, it's it's disappointing really because it's like we have so is, much yeah. power and more communication and more knowledge sharing than ever for just world leaders, government leaders to just grow up and sit down. Literally, they don't even got it. Oh, I can't be in the same room as him. Cool. Do this, you know? And then at least yeah. you got freaking Kim Jong-un and Biden or whoever talking in the, on the thing. They're at least communicating. And, like, that's where it starts. Just right. get people to talk. But people are so um, turned off by each other just because of the way, like, the media paints pictures of their of the opposing view. So you're so against right. it. You're like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. I don't like, block them, delete this. Like, it's, right, it's yeah. bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going back to the, it's just a funny picture. I can't get this image out of my head now that you said hacking cars. So imagine you're like sitting <laughs> at a stoplight on your way to work and you got like piping hot coffee and your fucking egg McMuffin and you're like, you're sitting there and then all of a sudden your shit gets hacked and it yeah. takes off on you and you're like, <laughs> like how scared would you be? And then the police, like we have, we got well, a car's been hacked. Like the, the police dispatchers. And how how frequent right. would that be? Just like they start making movies about it, like oh, another day in LA, we got a car oh, hacking. No. Scenes like that just takes you right back to to like iRobot, you know, like in, yes, like it, it was it was a movie back then, you know, and it, it was it was funny. It was kind of like oh, you know, that that's scary, whatever, you know, artificial intelligence. But it's like we're like we're literally here right there, you know, like the car that uh, that Will Smith was driving in the movie, you know, self driving, he could take over and drive whatever he wanted. And then there's artificial intelligence. It's like, well, we have AI, we have the cars that are doing that now. You know, it's like, at what point are they just like self-aware? And then, you know, AI this, is driving your car off a cliff. So the last 20 right. years, the internet's boomed like crazy. So I just think that's 
why is because now people are able to communicate and share plans and transfer money faster. All this stuff can happen faster. So what we thought, oh, might be 2050 or 20, 2100, it's now happened in 20 years. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. You shut all that down and everybody loses their mind. Yeah. I, I thought about that the other day. I'm like, what would I, what would I be doing right now if like the internet just went down, like down, like we're just down for like a day or two, three days. There's a big like power grid hack. And I'm like, it would kind of be nice. I'm like, you would, I feel like everybody would get more peace of mind. I'd probably read some books. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably like go fishing, go play basketball. Like those are probably the three yeah. things that I would do. But okay, yeah, 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 no, even even just even just shutting like, you know, not even a power grid. I mean, you you just shut the internet down, and literally everything comes to a screeching halt. Like I know, like for me at work, right? Like we like we have to be on the internet, um, because you know, like we're pulling like tons of information off the internet for you know, like repairing diagnosed cars. Like you shut that down, and guess what? Like unless it's something basic, like we're not fixing cars, you know, and um like all our parts ordering is all online now. Like it used to be over the phone. Now it's all online. So like no more parts show up, you know, it's like you kill the internet and like you killed everything. Yeah. Literally the dark ages, like freaking no, like, out. Yeah. I know you've had to see a book of Eli with Denzel Washington and he like shoots oh, that cat. No, that I've never. Cat with the crossbow. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never watched it. I don't Gabe used to rant and rave about that movie uh it's a I, movie like, i never actually sat down watch it yeah you gotta see it just because it ties into like it has a little bit to do with like you know somewhat like religion and biblical stuff um right. but it's still it's just so funny because it just what all you have to imagine is just denzel washington in an apocalyptic thriller and he just whoops ass like that's all you need to know <laughs> and like the opening scene is just one of the best opening scenes ever like i'll just i'll tell you that so all right, I'll, I'll definitely watch it now. Yeah. And then, um, no, what I was going back to what I was saying, it was crazy about because we were talking about the, the robots and the AI stuff today. I'll actually, I'm going to pull this up because this is how freaking crazy it is. Um, there was an article posted about these scientists that they made AI, they made an AI robots or something, and they made them learn how to reproduce. So, like, I don't know what it exactly means or like how they did it, but there was like multiple articles on it today. Yikes. And like reproduce like themselves. Yes. Like they can make like little miniatures. Like that's yeah, that's a little terrifying. Yeah. I got to find this. Someone's literally tweeting. They said living robots. Reproducing AI singularity, humans doom. Oh, here it is. Okay, so this is actually from Harvard, um, a Harvard Business Review thing. So it's, I don't know where these guys are from, but they basically built, yeah, team builds first living robots that can reproduce. So AI, AI design wow. xenobins reveal entirely new form of biological self-replication promising for regenerative medicine. So I don't think like at this point, I mean, people want to kind of paint the picture that it's like Terminator and stuff. Uh, but I think it's at a it's a, it's at a much smaller scale. Like this isn't, um, you know, like self learning adaptive AI to where it can do so right, much. Yeah. Like they produce it to be limited. 
but still just right. the very fact that that can happen that we're at this point of society now that's mind-blowing oh i know we're literally yeah, there <laughs> it's like they're still right, really yeah. expensive and people don't really want to wrap their head around it to be the first person to spend 40 grand right. to get murdered in your own house by, by <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, no, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, like, I mean, like, like, see, like, with the whole like Alexa thing, like, I don't know. I guess I'm just like, I, I'm still about like that that mindset. Like, oh, it's just it, it's AI. It's gonna kill you, you know? Like, like tin foil hat, like iRobot. Because like, I remember yeah. an iRobot, like uh, the the um the doctor or the the professor, whoever it is that that invented everything. Like, he had that strip in his house, and it was like the ai that kept an eye on him like so i see alexa as like the same thing it's like she's just in your house um but yeah like the, like the farthest that i've gotten into like any of like any of that or like robots or whatever like they have like that uh like a robot vacuum like that in of itself is just mind-blowing you know oh yeah like, what do they call roomba they call a roomba or something yeah yeah nice. something like that yeah just have a vacuum just pop on and just you know like just run a course through your house and yeah or whatever like even yeah. even that like i feel like i feel like that because like some of them like i've even seen some of them where like in the commercials it shows them like oh they, they they map everything out and they know where all your furniture's at it's like yeah but where are these maps you know like your your house is perfectly <laughs> mapped out for somebody you know yeah like some somebody, dis just, disgruntled vacuum employee just steals the blueprints and starts robbing people yeah. <laughs> yep and they know exactly what your house looks like Damn. Yeah, it's just crazy. If you think about it, like you could you could write like the most insane like movie just using just normal everyday stuff, you know, and just like you use that for you know for, for like your plot, you know, just modern day, and then just take that stuff and run with it. Absolutely. Do you still so do you still write at all? Like I I write for my job now, and I've started like trying to write um, st almost stories and like. Um, and screenplays that I want to turn into a show potentially down the road. Um, but I know you were always big into that and like would always come up with good stuff. Do you still write just to like keep you creative yeah. and stuff? No, honestly, I like, I, I really should. Like, and, you know, what's funny that you even asked that. Like, uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, like I was like hopping out of the shower and I was like thinking about something, you know, just same thing like what we were just talking about, you know, just like drumming up some sort of like plot in your head. And uh, yeah. yeah, like I just kind of thought to myself, like, yeah, you know what? Like, I should just put some of these like wild ideas that like I come up with my head or these little like these little dramas that I'll put together and just like you know write it out you know try to make something of it but um but no like I don't I should really just like sit down and just you know start throwing stuff together yeah something right. something decent might come out of it yeah no that's what I I really want to get back to and what, honestly what really spurred my uh, creativity for it was I was watching a uh, episode of Joe Rogan and he had Quentin Tarantino on there. And that was a really good, he's, he's super weird, by the way. <laughs> like he's a weird far oh, out imagine. dude, but like, he's just so, he almost like lives in a different world because he views everything from a creative, like writer standpoint. So he can see and make right. a story and a character out of anything. Um, but he was explaining how he writes and the way he, you know, has his characters and Joe Rogan's asking him like, you know, how do you like movie after movie, you have these like insanely deep, like, colorful characters like everybody loves them like they love the villains they love the heroes he was like i write like i'm that person he's like i'll be writing and then as i build the character i can i literally like 
almost become them. Like I know what they're going to do in that situation. So then I'm no longer writing, I'm reacting. And I'm just like, wow, wow like, that's, that's, crazy. that's smart. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, and you can really do that. Like if you get, think about like when you get lost in a book or like when you're writing, designing right. stuff, same thing happens. It just takes over and you just go. I was going to say that reminded me because like of all the, we just used to write so much stuff and we had like binders full of stuff. You would, I mean, all types of stuff. We right, yeah. design like guns, like little like comics, yep. do like a whole yep. blueprint, like a factory, a car, like inside and out. You'd be like, look at this car I built. Like, what if we just put this here instead of like what's actually there? I wonder what would happen. Just, just yeah. super cool stuff yep. that I feel like could be turned into anything. Video game designing, um, a, oh, like yeah, a, a short yeah. series. Just keep that creative going. Right. Yeah. Well, I've I've actually gone like a different direction with like the creativity um, here lately. Well, probably like the last I don't know, maybe year and a half. Like I've gotten into like three D printing. So. Uh, like nice. you know, using like CAD software, designing stuff, like three D printing stuff. So that's that's pretty much like you know, and like you, like like I'm like a super creative person. Like I have to have my outlets, and and like since like you know maybe like I haven't been like drawing or writing or whatever. Um, I still have to find like some sort of weird outlet, you know. And uh, yeah, three D printing has become that because like for a little bit, like I was I was using my print garage, and, like you know. Uh, building stuff out of wood, building furniture. Like I built a couple pieces for uh, like our, our apartments and whatnot. Um, but then like when you're limited on space and like what you can actually do with power tools, then like, like oh, you know what? Well, the next best thing is just 3D printing something. So then, yeah, like, yeah, I got into uh, like CAD and designing stuff. Now, so I'll, like I'll sit down at a computer for hours on end, like and just, just tinker with it, design, like come up with something or like just see like a need around the house and just, run over the computer, just throw it together real quick, print it out, and yeah, be done. That, that's awesome. That's really cool. No, yeah, like I said, you've yeah. always been real hands-on with creative stuff too, so that's cool to see because that – so do you see 3D printing um, coming into the automotive industry at all as far as like making parts and even cars? Like will we see 3D printed cars start to become a thing? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, like I know – like. 3D printing is still like, um, I mean, it's like even, I mean, it's still probably further out than like, you know, what electric cars are now, but, um, yeah, even like I know in like the, um, like in the supercar industry, um, uh, Koenigsegg is actually, he's, um, 3D printing components for like his, his like hyper cars and whatnot. And, um, trying to think, I know there was something. There was, I know it's, 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 it's gotten into, um, like the, uh, high performance. So not so much as like a supercar, but like into, um, like automotive racing, um, they're starting to 3d print components. So yeah, I just, like, if it's already an automotive racing, it's a matter of time before, you know, like parts on vehicles, you know, just common parts are going to start to be 3d printed, but yeah, no, 3d printing is, is huge. And, uh, like I've even seen, um, videos of people like 3d printing houses um yeah. you know with, like, items, a, like um, i'm sure you saw the like i'm sure you saw the video of it or maybe even the article but there's a company it's in europe um and they're they're building an entire community they purchased land just like we would do apartments here college house or student housing and they're making an entire right. 3d printed community in this area and uh 
No, I think it's huge. I think it's going to be big for uh, even the air conditioning industry. Like you said, you may not, we may be far out from having completely, truly 100% 3D printed functioning, you know, mechanical things that we replaced. Um, But components at least, right? Like who's to say why I couldn't make a a fan, a fan blade or, you know, a compressor is a little more detailed, but yeah, smaller parts. Um, and if it is a really small part that's hard to find because just the cha- uh, supply chain is backed up, then you just got to come up right, with yeah. an alternative. And I feel like yeah. with the pandemic, that even opened it because we're like, hey, short supply, like let's 3D print stuff. So, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. A, that's yeah, a definitely. good skill to have. That's a great skill to have. I'm oh, imagining if you, sure. could, if you could combine that with your automotive knowledge yeah. and literally – I mean, fuck, you could probably be working for Elon Musk at Tesla, just like come up with some <laughs> elaborate plan. And as long as you get in his ear, right. you're like, hey, look, like I grew up doing this stuff and 3D printing, like right. here's this, boom. And then you're, he's like, oh, there it is. One of his launches, oh, it was with his um, his Starship and watching his, his Starship land. And it, it, it came down sideways and then it just kicked the bottom out and landed vertical. And like right then and there, that's whenever like kind of dawned like, there's no more like, oh, yeah, that's futuristic. Oh, that's going to be like right then and there. I felt like I was watching a Star Wars movie. And then it was just like, we wait, we're in the future. Like, this is nuts, you know? I, I truly believe that our – so I believe that our kids, our children's children, so our, grand, our grandchildren will have the opportunity to not live on Earth. Right. Well, I mean, if you look like 120 years ago, right, so like – barely what like two generations ago um they were barely coming out with a car you know and and by the time the people that were you know just your average adults when that car came out uh, by the time they were old they were already seeing people starting to fly you know and it was just like oh they looked at it i'm sure the same way like oh well our grandchildren will be flying planes you know now to to, to go fly somewhere is not uncommon you know it's it's like it's a cop in your car driving down the street you know, where yeah. it's like, and now they're starting to like go into space like repeatedly, you know, and they have like, like, now there's like civilian, civilian missions, people going, you can buy a ticket and go and yeah. like, yep. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure you know about um, Jeff Bezos's company, Blue Origin. Like, he has another mm-hmm. science rocket company, and his, from what I originally read, he wanted to build a, satellite city outside of earth that's like right outside of our orbit right so we're right there by earth but it's a you basically you live in outer space you're a citizen of outer space yeah they want to build a city in outer space like that's crazy yeah and 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 yeah and you know by the time like i have kids that are adults like that's gonna be normal you know it's just gonna be like oh i have a friend that lives up there you know it's like yeah oh definitely i mean even if you look at 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 you know, whenever they discovered the United States or even they had no clue what else was out there. Like there were still people curious enough to like, well, let's go see if there's something out there. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they do that and then you find this new chunk of land, you go over there, you populate it, boom. You know, it's like, here we are today. Like same thing with space travel, you know, it's going to be like, oh, well, let's, let's like, you know, everybody wants to like go to Mars. Like right now it's just like, oh, well, can we do it? You know, in, in 300 years from now, it's just going to be like, you're going to be flying back and forth. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I I think literally we'll have 
We'll be a multi-planetary species for sure. And I think, cause I mean, it, it, several people have different views on it, but the more that I've read and the more that I've watched and researched, like I truly legitimately believe that there's the extraterrestrial life out there, whether it's, you know, related to humans or not, or has our DNA or doesn't, but there's, there's got to be other stuff out there with how vast and how big this place is. Uh, Area 51, uh, Roswell, then they'll show like Russian and Australian sightings and interactions, Egyptian, you know, writings and history that have showed interactions. And then they have like written accounts and, and visual accounts and stuff. Yeah, I know my, like my father-in-law is because like he, he reads into a lot of stuff like that. And um, he was telling me about, you know, the way like certain technologies work. Because if you actually look like, like right around like the 60s and 70s, like they were making humongous like technological advancements. And if you look at like how fast they were like, how fast they were progressing then. And I mean, like, yeah, we're still making progress now, but I feel like they were making huge leaps back then. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he was just telling me like, uh, like certain things that came about, like the laser, um, um, what was the other one? Um, I think it was like fiber optic and stuff like that. Like he was saying that they were like reverse engineered from, you know, spacecraft that they found and, you know, they took apart, reverse engineered it and yeah. And like made these, you know, technologies that we have today. So that, so that's, uh, that's crazy. You brought that up because that's actually, um, when they talk about Roswell and area 51, they're like, the two are so closely linked because they're like, basically after the Roswell crash, um, there was two, uh, two, um, spacecrafts that they caught crashed there. So one, um, the, the alien extraterrestrial was dead inside of it. The other one was still alive. So they salvaged the ship. Supposedly they took them to the military base in Roswell um, and then they were like, wow, what the hell is all this technology? So they went and started like getting all these top scientists and students from all over and they put them to work, like checking out the, like running anatomy on the alien bodies, trying to communicate with them, trying to reverse engineer exactly like all this stuff, how their ships fly, how they communicate, what the, what the buttons right. and the physics mean. And yeah, no, it's, it's in theory, like when a bunch of things start saying that, and then you see that leap. Because supposedly what the documentary says is like the aliens came here because they saw us reaching the level of atomic bombs and like potential mass destruction. And they've already like reached that. They've known that they've destroyed planets before. So they're like, hey, cut that shit out. Like we need you guys to not do that because you're going to like destroy yourselves. And so that's one theory. And that's like that whole that's what got me going down the rabbit hole. I was like, okay, I started to put right. the dots together and I'm like, man, I'm in yeah. it now. Like, yeah, I just need to meet yeah, one of these know, guys. Crazy. <laughs> see what's going oh, no. on. There was, there was a guy that I worked with. I want to say it was either somebody told him the story or he had heard it firsthand um, because he worked with a bunch of welders prior to working for my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was telling me that there was a, there was a guy that they had, um, they had taken him into um, he believed it was Area 51. It was kind of like one of those, hey, you're not allowed to see where you're going type thing. And they showed him, they gave him metals to try to weld and stuff. And he, and he was saying that the, the, the types of metals and or the composition of these metals, like he had no clue what they were. Um, but like he wasn't, you know, it was just kind of like, hey, can you weld these things? And he's like, well, I don't even know what this is. Like how am I supposed to 
what, what do you want me to do with it? You know, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't exactly remember like the details of it, but I just remember him saying that like, he was a welder um, that was taken somewhere and it got, like, basically you know, contracted for the government. And they took him somewhere that he wasn't allowed to see. And then they were just like, hey, there's to check these metals out. We want to see what you do with them, what you, if you weld them or whatever. He was, yeah, like, I don't know what these are. Like, no, right. I've never seen these before. So that's I mean, so yeah, crazy. crazy stuff, man. It all makes sense. Like, when you, yeah, when you put two and two together, because they ultimately, yeah, we want to be able to reverse engineer their technology and essentially build it ourselves and then discover that, yeah, right. we can exit the atmosphere go to another planet, come back and like be fine. And the whatever, however their ships are made up to where you're not crushed. And you're like, it's right, uh, yeah. so there supposedly there is, like you said, supposedly there is stuff happening and more stuff frequently and they still try to keep it under wraps. But uh, I was talking on my, on the last, one of my last episodes with a friend and um, we were just saying how the very fact that, um, you know, the Space Force was created by the government as kind of like the first subtle, like mainstream hint that like, yeah, like we're not yeah. really going to admit that there's aliens and there's stuff out there. And, but like, here's the Space right. Force just in case. Yeah. Like what, what yeah, was the we, purpose you know, for them to be created? Like, yeah, we're going right, to, we're yeah. going to get space exploration really soon. So, yeah. And that's like, like, you look at, you look at Halo, right? Like, like you had like this this force that could, like, you know, space force, like, like, like an actual, like, um, you know, a force that can what fight in space. Like, what are you, what are you gonna fight in space? You get, you gonna fight other countries in space? Like, why do you <laughs> right. all of a sudden need to take up arms in space? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, yeah. That would be it's, bad it's, to have those Halo Spartan suits up there. Just man. Oh, I know. It's, it's gonna yeah, be. It's crazy because it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a real thing. Like just how we talk about like our grandpas and great grandpas and whoever in wars and uh, World War Two and right. all this stuff. Like there will be yeah. like kids. They're like, oh yeah, my grandma, my grandpa fought in like the first Great Galactic Space War and like he was yeah. a <laughs> in the United States Space Force when they discovered whatever planet and shit hit the fan. Right, yeah. and, because like yeah. in theory i i have to envision even though we're making all these advancements i feel like the same shit's gonna happen again like we're gonna go out there in space somewhere find a place it's gonna be cool then we're gonna be like hey can we come here there's gonna be like this big ass war type deal same with the united states like unless there's a way to communicate and like do it peacefully right. you know yeah. like the way humans operate they're just like well we fucked up oh, Earth. Yeah. We go and take over a new place and like Sorry, we gotta just kick you off. Like I don't know. Yeah. So I hope. Oh that yeah, definitely. Happen. I mean, like, look. Oh, I know. But like, look at the way, you know. And I mean, you can't really like put this blame on like any one particular race other than just you know humanity. But like, you know, they discovered the United States, right? And it's like, oh yeah, let's come in. Like, oh cool. Like, uh, oh indigenous people, and now we're friends. And oh, you know what? Like. That's a nice plot of land you have there. Like, go ahead and cough it up, you know? And before you know it, like, you're running all these people off of, like, that whole yeah. continent, you know? And it's like, oh, you guys can have this little area, you know? Like, it, like, yeah, it would be the same thing. It's like you find a planet with, like, you know, some sort of beings on it and, like, show up. And it's like, hey, how's it going? We just want to commu communicate with you. And it's like, oh, we really like the planet. And just wipe them out, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's what I, what I feel like is going to result in – because there will be like who's to say like you know Kim Jong and North Korea and Putin and all these guys 
when they figure it out and they're like, oh, that's free reign. Like, yeah, that's space. Right. But like, like there's no, there's no documents that say you own this. So like, they'll just be like, oh, there's some new minerals here. We can, we can build something and just go in. And then of course, you know, right. yeah. that's what America does. Hey, you can't do that. Are we going to do this? Right. And then everybody starts doing yeah. this and like, here we are, yeah. World War Three, Space Wars One, whatever you want to call it. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. World War Three on Mars, like the casualties of the locals. On on every on every on every planet, they have their their hidden catacombs. You know, their people are still yeah, discovering yeah. stuff in the in the Egypt catacombs. So, I wonder how, like, even right. if the internet gets shut down, if they like can turn it back on, like, you know, a hundred years from now, and they see like, wow, like. People were predicting the future and knew what would happen, and still yeah. found it. Yeah. Spread it out. <laughs> Man, yeah. Oh, yep. oh my goodness. Um, when are you? Uh, when are you planning to come out back to Arizona? Um, I don't even know. Uh, we were, we were thinking about um, going out for the holidays, um, but just uh, since I like the. I've only been at the place that I'm at right now for, uh, this is my, this is my third week. I think my fourth week. Um, oh, okay. So we were going to try to make it out for the holidays, but, um, I feel like it's kind of like, you know, a little too soon. Um, but then we were thinking about like, like after, um, like maybe like January, February, but then, uh, like at the same time, uh, cause it's like, it's really cold here. So we were like, Oh, look, we'll just jam down to Florida, you know, thaw out a little bit a little bit of fishing so i don't know it's, it's all kind of up in the air we'll like you know what we're we gonna do but probably for sure um like in the new year definitely maybe like in yeah, the summer or something like that. yeah i'm looking to yeah. get back in to traveling and stuff around I'll, I'll go out to indiana and stuff who knows if i'm like if i might be close enough because i know uh, i don't know i'll probably just be in indiana but if i do a summer trip and you're still out in tennessee because my uncle loves to go out there it's not it's a couple hour drive like we could yeah, no, it's Yeah, we could ride out and do it. So, um, yeah. great catching up. Good talks as always. Yeah, keeps man. the keeps the mind going. You know, gets you. Oh, for sure. I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing 3D printing. I always wanted somebody I knew to get into 3D printing. Yeah, yep. and then we'll catch up again. Like I'll have you back on again. We'll be doing other for stuff. Sure. I have I have some other ideas for shows like with on the because basically the how I have it set up is like Fun Times Media. So me and my buddy, we, we started this company, Fun Times Media, and that's kind of like the parent company for everything we want to do. We want to build um, yeah, yeah. a business side where we do marketing stuff, but we want to have like individual shows. So like say you really get good at 3D printing and you want to do like a show on 3D printing, like we would be like, hey, come host it on like the Fun Times platform. So we'll do like roundtable yeah. type stuff, kind of like this, just yeah, chopping yeah, yeah. it up into more, more businessy, intelligent, deep thought stuff. But yeah, there's there's yeah. tons of different opportunities to do it. So just stay in communication. Yeah, and, man, I'm stoked. So. Yep. Yep. But yeah, thanks for thanks for stopping in. It was good to see you. And then we'll catch up next yeah, time. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Have a good night, man.